Welcome back to my speech coaching tip of the week. I'm Ethan Becker, senior speech coach with the speech improvement company in Boston, where we've been studying speech communication and helping professionals and celebrities and politicians around the world to become more comfortable and more effective when they speak, when they communicate. And we've been doing it since 1964. Now, each week, uh, I'm coming to you over the internet with a speech coaching tip. I get a question that comes into me from a client somewhere out in the universe, and I'll take that question and I'll answer it in the form of a tip in about five or six minutes. So if you have a thought or a question you'd like me to address, you can email it to me at Ethan, E-T-H-A-N, at speechimprovement.com. Now, this week's question is a very interesting one. It's a rather sensitive one. It comes from a manager who writes, Dear Ethan, my manager is very aggressive. He never gives me praise and always seems to beat up on me. How do I handle a verbally abusive boss? Now, I appreciate this question, and I chose it for this week's tip of the week because understanding this topic of verbal abuse is very, very important. Whether you're the one being abused, whether you're the abuser, whether you're a manager, whether this is in your personal life, maybe it's your spouse or your significant other who's doing this verbal abusing or a relative, understanding it will significantly help you lower your stress level and become more aware of your own communication. And especially in the business sense, it will help polish your communication to a level of sophistication championed by only the most skilled communicators. So let me ask you some questions. Have you ever left a conversation feeling lousy and you don't know why? Maybe it was a fight or an argument and you won it and you still feel lousy and you're not sure why. Uh, perhaps you're driving home and you start to feel like you did something wrong at work. You know, you may have been the victim of a verbal abusive communication or conversation. Now, verbal abuse, it, it sounds like one of those sort of squishy words that, that we don't really know. It's not really real. It is real. It's very real, and it can have very real business implications. You see, when an employee is feeling verbally abused, even if they don't use that language, they may not even think of it like this. But when they've been abused like that, it can have a very negative impact on their productivity. So it's in the manager's best interest to put that abusive language in check. Now, this is different from disciplining. Having Being verbally abusive and disciplining somebody are completely different things. Maybe I'll do a whole tip on how to effectively and productively discipline somebody. But today, it's verbal abuse. So in order, to, in order to be aware of this, whether you're the victim or you're the abuser, you, it's helpful for you to understand what I'm talking about. What does this language feel like or sound like? Now, as I give you an example, you can hear the abusive statements in the, in the language and you can hear the abusive tone in the voice by the inflection I'm using. Let me give you an example. All right, in this case, Tom and Bill are walking out of a team meeting to discuss the details for entertaining a new client. Tom says to Bill, Tom, if you really cared about closing this deal and this client, you wouldn't be trying to get out of going to dinner tonight. Now, this statement is pretty aggressive to Bill, and it has what we call, or what's called, a presupposed statement. That means that there are thoughts in here, maybe they're not said outright, but there are presupposed thoughts. Can you figure out what they are? Now, Suzette Hayden, the author of 
the gentle art of verbal self-defense in the workplace would call would define this as having their two parts to this okay there's what's called the bait and the attack can you figure out which part in this statement is the bait and which is the attack let me read it again here we go tom if you really cared about closing this deal you wouldn't be trying to get out of going to dinner tonight Where's the bait? Where's the attack? Now, the bait is you wouldn't be trying to get out of going to dinner tonight. That's the bait. That's what the that's what Tom wants Bill to focus on. And what what's Bill likely to say? Bill most likely he's able to he's going to take the bait like any good fish would. He'll come back and he'll say, "Well, Tom, look, I really would like to go, but listen, I've got my kid's soccer game to go to and I promised him that I would be there and up 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 and boom, before you know it it's a big fight." And even though Bill makes his point to Tom, he still goes home and he feels lousy, like he did something wrong. And that's because he completely ignored the abusive statement, the attack. The attack was, if you really cared about this deal and the client. That's a very abusive thing to do because what does it suggest? It suggests that Bill doesn't care about the client. Well, what if Bill's the kind of guy who really cares a lot about what he does? And he does care about the client. Well, it hurts to be accused of things like that. So you want to be able to recognize it so that you can defend yourself. If Bill wants to diffuse this statement, he could say something like, Tom, when did you think I stopped caring about the client and this deal? Now, that's a statement that would bring out the real issue. And Tom can say, well, listen, it's just that this is such an important thing. Okay, now Bill can talk about it and, and talk about his kid's soccer game and not go home and feel lousy because he's defended himself against that accusation of not caring. That's what happens in an abusive speech. Look, you could take this same example and put it into your own personal life, right? How many times do we hear those examples of if you really loved me, right, from a, from a spouse or a significant other? Well, we get stuck on the bait. What you could do is say something like, when did you think I stopped loving you? And it will diffuse that particular situation. So pay attention to those presupposed statements that your boss is giving to you or your spouse or significant other or whomever it is you're talking with who's being abusive. Focus on that and you will find that your stress level will drop and the relationship you have with your boss or with that other individual will strengthen significantly. That's it for this week's tip of the week. Again, if you have a question that you'd like me to address either in public or in private, you can email it to me at ethan at speechimprovement.com. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.